Hello, friends, and thank you again for joining us in what we're calling the Conspiracy of Goodness. Playing guitar and harmonica, singing the songs and telling the stories of our friends and neighbors, brothers and sisters, Larry Long. Recording the songs and stories of our friends and neighbors, brothers and sisters, Brett Hughes. I'm Tom Thibodeau. And today, as we think about the changing of seasons, let's celebrate winter. The cold winter winds, they're coming on. The days are short and the nights are long. The leaves have fallen, trees are bare, starting to get cold out there. Let the snow fall, let the lakes freeze. Ain't gonna let the cold bother me. I got a coat made of down, hat made of wool. I'm plenty prepared for ten below. Winter. Isn't it amazing that Mother Nature reminds us twice every winter that she could kill us if she wanted to? <laughs> Snowstorms, ice, we fret about driving on highways or back roads. We recognize that we could freeze to death if we fall through a pond, the ice in a pond. Oh, to be cold. Well, I always remember the words of scripture. Remember, many are cold, but few are frozen. I know that's a, that's a poor attempt, but back in 1974, I was living in Prince George, British Columbia, Canada. And in January of 1974 in Prince George, British Columbia, Canada, the high for the month was 10 degrees below zero. I can remember one morning laying in my bed, uh, wearing my uh, all my clothes, I was, was huddled up in this little house that I was given to live in, and uh, it was uh, 62 below zero. Uh, this is back in 1974. We didn't even have wind chills. We probably didn't even know how really cold it was, but 64 degrees below zero up there in the midst of Canada. Uh, they, had, they had somebody would come on the radio and try to tell a few jokes, try to remind us that it was so cold the night before that people are renting a room in a burning house. It was so cold that their courses wouldn't start. It was so cold that the rails on the railroad would huddle together just to keep warm. It was so cold that it was unbearable, but we were all in it together. Mother Nature says, okay, I tested you, but I won't kill you today. It don't seem that long ago when springtime came and melted the snow. The crops were planted, now the crops are in. Looks like winter, it's here again. Let the snow fall, let the lakes freeze. Ain't gonna let the cold bother me I got a coat made of down Hat made of wool I'm plenty prepared for 20 below Growing up, um, always looked forward to winter It was an opportunity to go sledding Later, tobogganing It was an opportunity to put on your skates for the first time and learn how to go around the pond. Uh, I remember up at the park listening to Elvis Presley for hours while I tried to skate. 
The only reason that they played Elvis Presley, I later found out, it was the only record that they had at that time. Uh, we lived in a town that didn't have a lot of money for recreation, but ice skating was a thing. And then later when I was in college, I'd come home and I'd work for the city parks department. And I remember four years in a row getting up at 4 a.m. on Christmas Day, reporting to work, and then having to go out and flood ice ponds, hauling out a long fire hose, holding on to a fire hose at 20 below zero, flooding a pond with layers of ice that would freeze almost immediately. Why were we doing that? Because the director of the city parks realized that on Christmas, a lot of little boys and little girls were getting their first pair of ice skates. And when you're first learning to skate, nothing better than smooth ice. That was my job. I'd go home afterward really cold, satisfied, and join my family for Christmas afternoon. Of course, I had to go to bed at six o'clock at night because I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning. But I remember those days with warm thoughts and memories of cold, long days when people skated, came together, and knew that we were not alone. And I can't wait to put on my skis, glide through the woods where the tall pine trees are covered with snow, sky of blue, down a snow-packed trail, just me and you. Let the snow fall, let the lakes freeze I ain't gonna let the cold bother me I got a coat made of down and a hat made of wool I'm plenty prepared for 30 below For 30 below Like I said, I was living in Prince George, British Columbia, Canada, which is more than 500 miles from the American border. At that time in the early 1970s, if you brought a car into Canada, you had to bring the car back out. You couldn't sell it in Canada. You had to, you had to pro provide for ownership as you crossed in and you had to provide for ownership when you came out. So I was found out in middle of November that my car, a 1967 Mustang convertible, I can't even imagine what that car would be worth today, had a hole in the piston. And so I was going to drive it from Prince George, British Columbia, Canada, a thousand miles to Helena, Montana, where my college roommate lived, and his dad, George, worked at a Ford dealership. Another one of our friends that was there who said he'd come with me on this trip, and we left on a Thursday night for Helena, Montana. We drove and it started to snow, and the snow was getting heavier as we reached Jasper, Alberta. Now there are two ways to go. We could have taken the highway straight west over to Edmonton and then down to Calgary, or we could go th through the Canadian Rockies from Jasper to Banff, 177 miles. And we were young and foolish, perhaps stupid. We drove from Jasper to Banff on that highway. 
snow piles, the only thing that, that you understood in terms of the road were the snow piles on the side, and we're driving that little Mustang right down the path. We didn't see another car all night long. We drove at 30 miles an hour, six hours at 30 miles an hour, and all we saw on the road that night were moose. God protects fools and children and we were fools that night and we get to Banff and we fill up with gas and we're just so grateful to be alive we drive another 20 miles in a Chinook the warm wind out of the south comes up and it melts all the snow and we keep heading down to Helena Montana we're 12 miles from the American border in a place called Milk River, Alberta, and steam starts rolling out from underneath the hood. I know nothing about cars under the, under the, the knowing that when steam comes out from under the hood, you're in trouble. We pull in and they find out that we need a new alternator, a different alternator, get us back on the road. All I had was 75 bucks and it was gonna cost 70 bucks in order to put in a new alternator. Thank God I still had an American credit card for gas so we could, once we crossed the border, use that five bucks for gas and find a gas station that got us all the way to Helena. But could you imagine that in the middle of a snowstorm in the Canadian Rockies, if that alternator had gone out? Winter. Mother Nature said I could have killed you, but not tonight, not tonight. Snow is falling on the ground The windmill, it keeps turning Like a child I cry out loud But no one is near to hear me No one is near to hear me My father was a man of wealth He had love for his country But I chose to do without Now my children, they are hungry My children, they are hungry Falling round our door My wife, she seems unhappy My children, they just cry for more More than I can give them More than I can give them My mother taught me how to pray My father taught me hard labor My father died at an early age And my mother was his stranger My mother was his stranger 
Now my children, they have grown I too have grown older Now I sleep alone I didn't take the time to know her I didn't take the time to know her Snow is falling on the ground Snow is falling on the ground And the windmill, it keeps turning 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 Each year in February, for the last 33 years, I am teaching a course called Homelessness. When we began teaching the course in the mid to late 1980s, homelessness was considered one of the top three problems in the country. Still is a major problem in many of our states and cities, it's epidemic, but Hardly anyone talks about it. But we talk about homelessness and what's it like not to have a place to live, a place to stay warm in the winter or cool in the summer, to be safe and protected. Well, for college students, it'd be very easy to talk about statistics. It'd be very easy to go back and look at sociological case studies as to what is happening with social policy or the lack of money provided for housing. But one of the assignments that we determined would be important 33 years ago was spending a night outside in the middle of February. First couple of years we did it on a Friday so that students would wake up on Saturday morning but then we realized it was pretty easy then because many of them would just go home to their apartments, take a hot shower and sleep for the rest of the weekend. So about 30 years ago, it changed that assignment. We sleep out on a Thursday night. Students bring a lawn chair. We used to have cardboard boxes, but cardboard is so expensive now, it's being recycled that cardboard boxes for refrigerators and stoves is hard to find, if not impossible. So the students gather and we have only our chairs, a little fire, gets a little firewood, and ourselves. And it's just extraordinary from 5 o'clock at night till 5 o'clock in the morning, sitting in the cold. At first, there's people who come and visit, and people think it's kind of exciting, if you will. But now, all of a sudden, it's 10.30 at night. It's dark. It's cold. We're alone. Students will say, well, what time is it? Well, somebody will say, it's 10.30 and sitting there and then pretty soon somebody said, what time is it? And we'll say, well, it's 10.32. Time slows down when you're cold and alone. See, there's certain things that you can only learn through your body that you can't learn through your mind. And coldness teaches compassion. Coldness reminds us that a warm bed and enough to eat and a hot shower are precious gifts that many of our brothers and sisters are not able to obtain. Thank God there's places like the Warming Center, the Salvation Army, New Horizons that offer shelter. 
But today, as we have our second cup of coffee, listening to WDRT, listening to the songs and stories of Larry Long, let us also be reminiscing and thinking about all of our brothers and sisters who were cold last night because they had no place to go and no one to stay with. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round young virgin mother and child. Infant so tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly peace You know, this time of year is always so precious. The memories of families coming together in the holidays it's also a time of remembrance of those who are now gone and how we carry them forward into the new year. We wish you all a very joyous Christmas and a happy new year. On behalf of all of us a Conspiracy of Goodness, my good friend Tom Thibodeau, a storyteller, professor, a servant leader, and blessed Brett Hoos, who's been working as a sound engineer for this program throughout this year, we give you our thanks and gratitude for listening. Friends, may we be surrounded by the warmth of friends and families. May we share in the blessings of the season with one another. Until we meet again, peace and all good. You have been listening to Conspiracy of Goodness with Larry Long and Tom Thibodeau, produced and recorded by Brett Hoos. For more information about Larry and Tom, please visit www.larrylong.org and www.tomttalks.com. We look forward to being with you next week. Thank you for listening.